when he said your vision was maybe so you could save me. Ugh. And so it was right. Basically, she had the vision so that she could save him. That's so amazing. This is like a crazy episode of That's So Raven. (laughs) (laughs) You just are ruining it. But that show is so good and it reminded me of that. I mean, it's a great show, but not in comparison to Ed and Lorraine Warren. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Welcome, listeners. Welcome back to Shipmates. Shipmates. I'm Megan. I'm Kendall. And we're doing a spooky episode. Yes, in honor of Halloween, which is right around the corner. Yes. <laughs> and it's I just love everything crazy and Halloween related. Same. I sometimes think that Halloween is my favorite holiday, but then I say that about every holiday when it comes around. Mm. But Halloween is up there. It's I think either one or two. Yeah. Behind Christmas time. I would agree. I'd say maybe Christmas first and then But I Halloween. like the feeling of fall in general and I like getting the shit scared out of me and scaring the shit out of other people. Yeah. I went yeah. You I, went to Halloween Horror Nights. I went you? to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time at Universal with the front of the line pass. And it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I it, heard it's good. It, it was really cool. I wanna go next year. Okay. For sure. But, I always yeah, cool. say that it's hard to scare me, but it's actually kind of easy to scare me. Not in terms of scary movies, but like haunted houses sort of things. I've jumped pretty hard in a lot of spots and my boyfriend can sneak up with me in the apartment a lot and scare <laughs> me. Yeah, I think I'm probably pretty easy too. Which actually, because we're doing a couple on The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2... I was watching this at home the other day and Andrew for some reason decides to come home on his lunch break which he never ever does so it was like 2 p.m. and I'm just watching this movie and I'm in my I'm in the bedroom so he always opens the door really quietly when he comes in oh and he scared the shit out of me my god and he wasn't even trying that time and I was like dude if you had known that I was watching this you would have tried and it would have been awful (laughs) that's amazing i know <laughs> was it he was he just dying laughing yeah he's <laughs> like dang now i wish i knew that's really funny but this is one of my favorite couples of all time it's a great couple it's also just great movies in general They're- and the actors are amazing <gasps> don't even get me started <sighs> i'm obsessed with patrick wilson i've been obsessed with him since the movie evening which i really Haven't wanted to that. do a a episode on that one because oh, so much to talk about but i first one. saw him in insidious so he likes great scary movies and yes he's, he's just such a dilf guys so much if you so. don't like scary movies stop what you're doing and just look up a pic of him because he's real smoke <gasps> he show. looks just like paul newman too oh yeah I my grandmother saw him and was like it's young paul newman <laughs> i was like ha okay <laughs> but yes i love him and so much vera formiga vera is also is perfect they're both perfect and Side note, I'm watching it. Bates Motel right now. Wait, you started it? Yeah, me and Andrew are watching it collectively. So Where are and you? And he's like sticking with it. So we're in season two right now. Whoa. Yeah, I think we're on You're like, going to catch up to me. Yeah, I'm still in like season three. Halfway through right now. I'm almost done with season three. But I'm fangirling real hard as at Vera for me. Yeah. Just as a person in general because she's amazing. She is the best part of that show, hands down. 
Like her performance yeah. blows me away. Well, someone was like talking up. He was talking up Freddie Highmore a lot in Bates Motel. Oh, okay. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was just paying attention to her for Megan the whole time. <laughs> yes. I love that. She's amazing. She's so amazing. I don't understand how she is that way. I love it so much. Yeah. She's awesome. And like one second she's like creepy kind of weird like i don't know about this girl then the next minute she, you like are feeling you're like, like I love it's so her. empathetic yeah and you love her you feel sorry for her and the next minute you're like whoa this she's a psycho crazy. yeah it's she's so good she deserves to win an award um but anyway i love both of them vera for me is amazing and together i think they're just like the most perfect power couple of all time yeah they're like telling a better love story in these movies than some of the actual like rom-coms yes totally true and it's crazy too because i know we said at the beginning of the show that we're not shipping real couples so this is i feel like a little loophole because we're shipping the couple from the conjuring movies even though they, they are a real life they couple. happen to be a real life couple and I did a lot of research about them in general. The real life couple? Yeah, just because like, I just like all this crazy shit and knowing the real stuff. Because they have a real oh, yeah. museum in Connecticut that's in their old house. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, um, I want to go there. I know, I do too. Um, But there's like rumors that Ed Warren in real life had been like sleeping with this other woman for like 14 years in lorraine knew about it whoa but that's a rumor i don't know if it's confirmed it was just like one random article i read and i hadn't seen yeah. much besides it that would be sad i know but we're not shipping the actual real couple we're shipping the one in the movies yes very true although i will say you know the idea of them though in real life is kind of yes, fun it like is demonologists that both they felt were, for each other yeah he died though he died in 2006. 2006, yeah. so. R.I.P. But Ed, Ed, Ed is the one that was believed in ghosts first, which is interesting. Oh, okay. Because Lorraine Warren in the movies kind of seems like they both at the same time were always believing in ghosts. but uh-huh. Or maybe even her more so, just because of the, her like clairvoyant. What she sees, yeah. But apparently, yeah, in real life, he saw stuff first. And then she like was hmm. skeptical until she started like seeing seeing real stuff. Interesting. Yeah, but these movies are amazing. But yeah, the movies are amazing. So far, they've had Conjuring and Conjuring Two. Supposedly, there's going to be a third one, but we don't really know much about it yet. So, third Conjuring. Uh huh. It's been announced. Well, but stay tuned. They do have so they do have real. They have main. Um, six main like things that really happen so it might be based off of one of their other cases they investigated yeah there's so many options they could do because the parent family that one was real that was the first movie yeah the second one was the amityville case Mm. have you heard of the amityville oh they didn't really have the second movie i was like i'm pretty sure that's not what it was no the second movie they touch on it briefly though the beginning of the second one yeah they're like investigating this and this is when she goes into the other world and she like sees the nun for the first time yeah but i mean the amityville one in real life was like a hoax and all that i didn't like that i don't i don't see why that's so prolific such a big thing yeah yeah and i was never into the amityville story it annabelle doll is me. real but we already know about those movies 
Yes. Haunting in Connecticut was one of their real things. Really? Too. I saw that movie. I kind of liked that one, actually. That was based off a real thing that they had to okay. uh, investigate. Yeah, they kind of have an endless. I wonder if it would be this one. The South End Werewolf? Oh. I don't um, know. You heard it here first. <laughs> Spoiler alert. At the age of nine, he began suddenly exhibiting inhuman qualities. While playing outside in his backyard, he felt a rigid, frigid cold overtake him and his nostrils were overcome with an awful stench before he flew into a rage, uprooting a fence post, fence still attached, and gnawing on its wire meshing. Ramsey eventually grew up, became a loving husband and father of three, and was incident-free until the 60s. That's weird. And then the early years of his marriage were plagued by nightmares, cold sweats, and waking up to the pants of a wild animal, <laughs> which he soon realized were coming from him. In the 80s, he would repeatedly feel overcome by sensations he had as a child while hanging out with friends and even once doing a citizen's arrest. At one point, he attacked a friend in a car on their way home from a pub and manhandled police. Um, hmm. He had inhuman strength, bare teeth, growling, hunched shoulders, and hands curled like claws. Sounds like he was on drugs. And then in an interview with... <laughs> Dude, that's probably what it was. Um, and what with the time period with, is this? This was like the 80s that they talked to them, I think. Hmm. He said in the interview with the Warrens about their experience with Ramsey, Ed Warren stated that Ramsey would ask to be locked up in a jail cell for his pro protection and the protection of the public. Interesting. Um, and then they performed an exorcism on him. Weird. And I, then there's one other one called The Trial of Arne Cheyenne Johnson. So maybe that could be the other case hmm. that they would do in the third movie. Okay. I don't know. Um. Anyways, sorry, I like to talk about all this crazy shit. No, I like it too. I do have, a I do have one thing to say. We forgot to say it for our X-Files episode with Emily but i don't know how he forgot but uh, emily is the whole reason our podcast is named shipmates oh yeah she came up with the name for us yeah it was her idea yeah and we couldn't we were like there's no nothing better than this yeah so. like i was talking to her one day and i told her that what we're doing for the podcast and she's like oh like shipmates and i was like oh, that's it yes and so yeah all credit goes to to emily for that yes so thanks emily big shout out and also just in the spirit of halloween what are your favorite scary movies what is the most scared you've ever been me yeah in a movie watching a movie honestly these movies are up there for me yeah i also i don't know if other people are gonna think i'm a loser for this but i get creeped out by the paranormal activity movies yeah I agree. This for me, I don't care about like slashers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I care about paranormal stuff. The paranormal stuff freaks me out the most. Man, we are twins. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. I was going to ask that too. Um I want to say no. I believe in spirits. But I think I believe in like demonic creep like spirits. Okay. Possibly. I believe there's something paranormal. Yeah, I do too. But I don't think it's just like people who've died and they're just hanging out. True. I feel like that doesn't seem logical to me. But That's true. I do think that there's a spirit in the air though that can come from time to time. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would love to believe that they're a real ghost, but I haven't experienced anything crazy. Yeah, like I've that. never experienced anything paranormal. But I'm also a very logical person, so my first instinct wouldn't be paranormal. Yeah. Actually, though, there was this thing at our college. It was like in the ghost town, middle of nowhere college. And there was this story about this guy who was dating a townie and he was driving a motorcycle and he like confesses love to her and everything. And the dad like kicked him out. And so he died on his motorcycle and there's this road that you go on in our college town over the hills. And if you f flash your brights three times, there's ones that come back at you and then they just turn the corner. Like I can't even explain it, but I did it one time and it worked and it was crazy. What? Yeah. Like we just saw lights and I was like, what the fuck? I did it with Andrew in college with some of my other friends. And it was in like a smaller little neighborhood road, so it was like more safe, but it was creepy. That's weird. Yeah. That's the only thing I've ever like kind of experienced, but hmm. they also have in my old hometown, if you sit on train tracks and put baby powder on the back of your car and you put your car in neutral over train tracks, which first of all, that's a stupid idea, but yeah. there will be like kids that died on the train tracks and they push your car off hmm. when it's in neutral and then the pr prints will show up on the so they're, they're trying to powder. save you yeah that's nice but i haven't tried it i'm also like would the baby powder just show old fingerprints of i don't know your car but if it actually moves off the train tracks it's kind of yeah cool. that's true they made like a feature film in our hometown about it hmm I don't remember what it was called, but it was only like limited release. It's pretty good though. Interesting. I would like to experience something paranormal, I think. I will say yesterday night, I was driving home and all of a sudden something was in the sky. Oh. And I was like, what? What's happening? What's happening? I, I was talking I about I pull this. over on the side of the road and I pull out my phone because like, it's aliens. Aliens have <laughs> invaded us. I'm getting it on camera. The X-Files um, are real. Yeah, and it was the weirdest thing ever because there was like ripples coming out of this little dot. I yeah, I lights didn't see in it. the sky. It was bizarre, and then so obviously I went to Twitter, and turns out it was a SpaceX rocket launch. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Which that's what they're telling us. So, who knows? It could still be aliens. Yeah, I want to believe. Hashtag X Files. I want to believe so many things. So who knows? But it was weird. Because I had to pull over my car. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I have a Ouija board. I got at Goodwill <gasps> one time. Oh. And I used it also in college. No. At a bonfire. Half my friends were like freaked out and were like, I'll go on the deck. You can just do it from here. And so my friend and I and two other people, we had our two fingers on it. And the guy I was talking to us was named AJ, the ghost. See, I don't believe you. But then there was like... Also, I will never do one of those. But it like seriously worked. Like, no, I wasn't moving anything. Like, it was weird how it would just move. Unless my friend was messing with me, but she was also in awe, like me. And it seriously moved. And it was like, I don't remember what questions I asked it, though. I won't do that. That's... I, I don't remember if I threw it out I or feel not, like or that's not... Chicago. I can't do that. You that scared to do that's that? That's the limit for me. I think it's too risky too much like um logic of 
you could find logic you're no just like you're you're uh going somewhere you shouldn't go like it's crossing the line too much for me okay like i don't want to provoke anything if it is real i don't want to provoke anything but if i sound like my friend mitch who was like seriously thought i was like the craziest person alive for doing that at yeah. in his backyard like i won't even like look at it at the store because i'm like really it's that's too much for me like i that's it's crazy because i got one at a goodwill crossing that's even worse yeah but like if i experience something paranormal randomly sure okay i accept that but i'm not gonna go out and try to provoke spirits or I demons i would do that i'd be the idiot that ends up getting possessed because i was messing with the ouija board that's messed up yeah <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. If I die, it's probably a demon and I deserved it. No, that's horrible. <laughs> Don't say that. Man. But I, going back to the movies, though, I, I agree with you on, like, I love The Conjuring films. The first one, I saw it in the theaters with my parents because we, we watched scary movies together Oh, and a just lot. all paranormal stuff would kind of freak you out. It did. It, yeah. The movie It freaked me out a decent eh. amount. Yeah, I don't know. I like the movie. The but movie in general is good. I didn't think it was scary. Paranormal, yeah. the first one, was super scary. I saw that in the theater with my stepmom. And my dad didn't see it with us, but he talked to someone, my stepbrother, who had seen it. So he knew everything that happened. Oh. So he was messing with us. So, like, we got home and we were driving by, like, park, and he, like, flashes a light in the house. Oh, it's, like, it's completely dark. And so we're like, what's happening and then he like he literally you know how you see the footsteps in the flower or whatever it was something on the ground you see footsteps appear he did that oh my god in the kitchen and he was doing all this weird stuff and it made me so mad i had to like sleep on the ground oh my god near them but um funny though i know it was one of the most scared i've ever been it was so much fun though but i love paranormal activity movies i'm a sucker for any type of debunking type movie yeah me too that's my favorite ever yeah. is like anything where like that's why these movies are so good because it's like that's basically what they do is going in debunk ghosts and demons and stuff especially in the second movie yeah because they really don't think it's real yeah for a while yeah but yeah i love those types of movies there's a movie called ouija did you see it ouija yeah ouija the movie i think so with the girl from twilight one. it was pretty good the ending was kind of dumb but I liked it at the beginning. I think the ending made me so Cause it was mad a, that I didn't like it overall. It was about like this family who runs this scam business with the Ouija board. And then it turned out to like a real demon starts coming in and, and being real. Yep. But I enjoyed it. Anything like that, I'm into. So. Yeah, me too. Send me your recommendations. Yes, we love anything paranormal. I'm not really into the cult stuff yeah that's kind of like eh. that's when it got weird in paranormal activity yeah yeah yes demon stuff eh. i mean Depends i liked it in conjuring but yeah. yeah but like exorcist type stuff not really into typically um the original yeah. exorcist was okay found footage can be good cannot be though yeah agreed depends Aliens, always down for some aliens. Heck yeah. <laughs> if you have real, any, if anybody have any fans of real life ghost footage. Oh my God. Send, send it, to, it to us. Please. You can probably edit it and I'll still believe that it's real. So 
Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. But I'm a firm believer in ghosts, so. I mean, yeah, because I've heard stories of, like, people who, I mean, not personal ones for friends or family, but my stepmom has a friend who saw a ghost, and they're, it's, like, one of her best friends, and she's like, they would never lie to me. And so I don't know why, like, I have to believe for them. Yeah. Because it's not like they're going to make up some random story. And they're not crazy, you know? And yeah. so at that point, it's like, do I think it's an actual ghost? Or do I think it's like a demon That's crazy. that looks like a ghost? Because I mean, I guess they could both exist. I'm getting like chills thinking about that. But like, I guess... If a demon disguises itself as a friendly ghost... See, that's what I think because scary. that's what Annabelle is. But Annabelle still looks fucking creepy. Well, yeah, but Annabelle was a demon who pretended to be the, the, go- the so ghost. To take over a human. Yeah, it pretended. I just got chills. It pretended to be a ghost of a little girl. Yeah. To get on their good side and like in the doll, but in reality, it was just a demon trying to possess a human. God. Well, I mean, reality is if you believe it. That is. Yeah, I believe that shit though. Which I think I do believe that. That they're de- evil demonic spirits that. But then again, if you believe in demonic spirit spirits, that means you have to believe in like heaven and hell. Right? Yeah, which is weird because I'm not super religious. But yeah, I don't know. That's weird. We're getting we're getting all. I know, because I don't know because I feel like it would make more sense for it to be a demon pretending to be a ghost, than just random, than to have both. Yeah. I feel like it's either one or the other. It's either like just random ghosts of, of people or it's like demons pretending to be a ghost. But I don't know which one. Is. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's both. Who knows? I've never seen anything. I'm going to wait till I have an, my own experience. And it's weird to think like there's probably, it has to be really freaking evil for it to come out and actually be known in a real world. I know. Because we don't hear stories of that. Yeah. And the only like big story was the exorcist of emily rose that movie and that turned out to be just her being abused oh like they were like malnourished she was malnourished she was just mentally ill and they didn't know how to treat her and so they thought she was possessed by a demon oh that's and then she ended up dying it was it's a horrible story like you can read it there's like books about it but it's really sad and so people oftentimes will say like People will confuse mental illness with demonic possession. That's actually really sad. And yeah, it's very sad. But I've also heard a story about a the demonic fa- possession. The parent family in the first conjuring is a real story and it like yeah. really happened. I mean, yeah. But I'm like scared of the corner of your room right now. Because it's lights <laughs> off over there in your kitchen. Like I don't want to lay down over there. Yeah. But yet, when I go home after a scary movie, I'm usually fine. Me same. I'm usually fine, too. It's just because we're talking about it right now. The it's demon knows that we're Don't say that. There's it. not a demon here. Don't dare say that. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. I'm so sorry. No, this... Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways. Pa- pause on the ghost talk, though. I think we do have a little bit of, a, of an announcement for our, our oh, listeners. Oh, yeah. We probably should tell people that. Yeah, so we have a little bit of a, a shake-up, if you will, logistically. I'm getting shipped to Chicago. Like I'm moving, guys. It was a bad pun. 
Megan's moving away. Yeah. So. Lots of reasons. Don't want to get into it because I'll get sad. Oh, yeah. We don't need to talk about it right now. But she's moving. We want to continue doing the podcast. Yes. And it is a possibility with technology today that we can continue it. From different states. From different states. Um, But we do want your feedback. We want to know if you want us to continue making it. Yes. Like if, if it's... If you, if it's worth it to you to continue, for us to continue making it, if that makes sense. Yeah, because we want to keep doing it for fun, but we want to know that you guys are still enjoying it too. Yeah. That we're not just talking to no one the whole time. Exactly. Except each other, which is still fine. But It's still fun, but it, it is going to be a, a more of a hurdle to do it in separate locations. Yes. So we want to make sure that you guys are into it. You're all you're on board the ship with us, please. Um, but that is something new that's happening. Or if you want us to just FYI. talk about ghosts for the rest of our podcast, we can do that too. <laughs> True. And aliens and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Shipmates has become <laughs> UFO mates. <laughs> the Illuminati mates. <laughs> yeah. But we seriously want your feedback. We yeah. don't just say that. We really want to know your honest opinion. Yeah. And no matter what, we're going to try at least a few episodes. Yes. To have last two raw. Yeah. We can't end without covering our favorite last ships. True. But it's a matter of keeping going and how long. Yeah. Yeah. But just to keep you guys in the loop, that that's what's happening right now. Also, if so. we are less or more awkward, that's also wise <laughs> because we are not looking at each other in the eyeballs. Exactly. Um, so this is the last episode we're recording together, which yeah. is sad. It is really sad. This is why we're drinking wine right now to make it better. And if we start crying, you'll know why. <laughs> it's the wine. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yes. But it's spooky, so it's keeping us mellow and spooked. Instead yeah. of sad. Yeah. If we were doing like Lost tonight. You would be bawling your eyes I out I would times not 10. be able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're not. We're doing Ed and Lorraine Warren from The Conjuring. And Both really wonderful. attractive human beings too. Most beautiful human beings ever. I mean. I would love to see how their baby would look <gasps> if they had a kid. They would be perfect. I mean, I know they have one like cast in the movie or whatever, but they should be... T- that's not that's not doing it justice. No it's offense not. to the girl, but it's not. Um, but uh, if you guys haven't seen The Conjuring, if you don't like scary stuff like our friend Emily, uh, that's fine. It's still a great love story, so it can, really is. We can tell you about it. Um, that's one of the cool things about it because scary movies oftentimes are all about just the jump scares and trying to scare you. But this one really tries to tell you a story within it. And that's why I love these movies so much. Especially within the two characters. Yes. And I think more so in the second movie Dude, I'm too. actually... And they have real books. Like I might go to the library and rent a book yeah. for them to read. You should. Because they sound so interesting. It's like one of my favorite things to yeah. look into. Um, so Ed and Lorraine Warren, of course, are real people. And they have a real museum. They're real demonologists. Mm-hmm. people think they're frauds yeah but i don't know i mean 
everyone's a believer and a non-believer. Yeah. I feel like you can find ways to be on each side if you tried hard. Yeah. But I love all... I want this to all be real. You want it to be real? Yeah, I want them to go through all this stuff. Not really, because that's kind of mean that she... Because she sees a lot of crazy shit. But yeah. I don't want them to be frauds. Oh, yeah. I don't want them to be frauds, because that's really sad. But there's always going to be people who believe that. and As an excuse to believe that demons are nothing. Yeah. But who who really knows? Not me. Probably not you. Only Actually, I am I am God. My, <gasps> God itself. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Help me out. <laughs> Ghosts are real. Maybe. Maybe. So, let us know if you believe in it or if you think they're frauds. Um, but... Either way, it's a great movie and a great love story they're telling here. The first one kind of starts out introducing the world, but the second one, I think, really expands on their relationship more. Yeah, it does. And it's more so about them than the story, whereas the first one, I think, is more about the story than them. I didn't rewatch... I only rewatched the first movie. I didn't get a chance to watch the second one because I couldn't find it on streaming. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I didn't want to illegally download it. Sorry. I mean, the second one does focus on the other family a lot, too, though. But, yeah. And the first one, basically in the first one, they introduce them by they're in a college class and they're speaking. So, like, in real life, too, they're a couple that travels around, tells people about what they do in demonology and... They, yeah, they tell you about how, like, they're doing seminars, like, the college class is them telling you how people are faking paranormal activity and how you can do that yeah and stuff like that and they're saying that every case like there's like a such a tiny percentage that something's actually possessed yeah because they say that they do still try and find the most logical explanation of everything yes like they'll they'll go through every possible option before they're like okay it's actually a demon or it's actually a ghost or whatever yeah and they do have a kid in real life. They also have a child in the movie. It's just one daughter, though. Which I honestly, I feel sorry for her because, like, her parents just leave her all the time to go hunt ghosts. Yeah, like take her with her. I know. With you, how you're, you're like, okay, maybe they're gonna get attacked by something. I know. What if I become an orphan because they're doing crazy shit? And plus, she lives. This child lives in the house with that room full of all the possessed little Fuck. creatures. Dolls and, and toys and stuff. really scary to think about Because that. in the movies, the demon is, like, hunting the daughter. Yeah. Like, Towards in the, the, in the, f- the f- first movie, yeah. you see, I think it's, like, Annabelle gets out of the case and starts, like, messing with the daughter. And it locks the door. I'm getting goosebumps right yeah. now. Yeah. And the, luckily, the grandma woke up eventually. Yeah. grandma wake the fuck up. And sh- she ended up being safe, but it's scary. And in the second movie, I think she sees the nun, right? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm getting all spooked right now. Just yeah. And so like that's so again. sad. Like you see this stuff because of your parents and they're not even there. Yeah. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing about Ed and Lorraine Warren to me is that they're like the ultimate, like what we said before, like power couple. They just like they're in love 
and it's obvious that they love each other but they're also they like, love the same things or interested yeah, in the same things they're such good partners too like they work so well and together. their main goal is to help other people yeah but i just got chills <laughs> it's all these spirits in the air that are shipping and the rain ward yeah that are giving us goosebumps um yeah because their main goal is to help others they want like they're i don't know they're like servants because if it's if it's not a demon they want to explain to them hey this is why this is doing this this is why the floorboards are like this and the doors and all the things yes. like that but if it's not they want to try and exercise it and get it out of there yeah because like the first movie the um the parent mom who they're having all this weird stuff happen in their house like ghosts they it's clear something is really messed up and so they the mom goes to one of the college seminars and asks them and pulls them aside when they're leaving and it's like look something's been happening shows them like bruises on her arm and i mean they're like like, we don't do that we're not going to do that because the reason why is because lorraine She's like a clairvoyant, so she like has visions of things, and she had this experience previous that they don't really talk about too much, but we know that it's a soft subject. Yeah, like it was during an exorcism, and the ghost or the demon like messed with her or something like that. I don't really remember exactly what it was, but it got too close in some way, and so and like the human being like attacked her kind of because of it being possessed. yeah and she saw something seriously inhuman and evil in the previous exorcism that she's like freaked out. yeah like ptsd kind of yeah and ed wants to protect her and so it's like we're not gonna mess with anything anymore we're just gonna do yeah. other stuff and but then the mom is like i have like five daughters like i don't know what to do we can't do anything and so and they're terrified like yeah. As a mom, you want to be able to help them, and she can't anymore, so she's asking them. Yeah, and then Ed and Lorraine, as parents, and also as people who are clearly very selfless and, and want to help others, they d- decide they want to do it. And it was Lorraine who decided to do it, and Ed's like, I don't think we should. But she's like, no, this is a mom. She needs our help. We're going to help her. And so he's like, okay. Yeah. And so they go help them. And I think that just goes to show how well they work together, too. Like, how they're They're just, always protective of each other. Yes. But they know that their end goal is to help others. Yeah. Before themselves. Actually, this could be a clip that we should play, actually. Okay. Why do you even try? Why? What do you mean? In 15 years, have you ever been able to lie to me? Father Gordon called. He's got a case he wants us to look into. I said I'd go check it out myself. Right. Myself. I'm going with you. I know you're worried it's going to happen again. I am. I really am. Maybe it's just time we take a break. Write that book. Do you remember what you said to me on our wedding night? Can we do it again? (laughs) After that. (laughs) (laughs) You said that God brought us together for a reason, right? I'm pretty sure it's not to write a book. I'm going to get dressed. Was that the first movie? Yep. Okay, because I do remember that. And I was like, yeah, that's a, good, that's a really good clip. Um, yeah, I like that one a lot. 
Because first they show them being all giggly and sexual. Yeah. And, yeah. And she's also like, have you ever been able to lie to me in 15 years? Yeah, it covers a lot of, of things about their relationship there. Because he clearly can't lie to her. Yeah. Clearly they've been together for a long time. Clearly they, they have the same goals of being together for a reason. And they, yeah. And it's not to write a book. It's to help people. I know, because whether you believe in, like, God or anything, it's still kind of you want... It, it's a cool thing to think about. Like what we were talking about in the last episode of, like, when you're with someone, it's, like, for a reason. Like, it's not just random. Yeah. And I think that's a cool thing to believe, you know? Especially for a couple like this, who their goal in life is pretty much just to, to help other people. And yeah. for her to say that even though all this crazy stuff has happened to her to her, and to them together and things they've gone through, that she still wants to continue doing it because she thinks that, that that's their purpose in life as a couple yeah. is to do these great things and help other people. And if it means that, you know, it's going to hurt them in the long run, then that's okay. Yeah, pretty much. As long as they stay strong together. They can help someone. Yeah. And that's really cool. I think. This is why we fall in love with them so much as a couple. Because yeah, it is some ghost story. But we know that there are these genuine people that genuinely care. It's not about whether you believe in demons or not. It's like yeah, these people just want to help these other people. Because there's clearly some unlogical force that's happening yeah to them and i feel like i just repeated what you said but no that's good (laughs) and it seems like at the end of the day like it doesn't matter if you believe or if you're a skeptic yeah because we can all say that yeah they they're trying to help people and they're working as a team to do that or in um kind of this is a little jumping forward i don't know uh well I was just gonna say the towards the end of the first movie if we want to jump that far forward, um, Ed, they're trying to they realize it's a demon, and it's possessed the mom, not Lorraine Warren but the parent mom yeah. right, and sh- and it's possessing her to want to kill her children, yeah and. So they're trying to get an exorcism, but they can't get approval by the church in such short notice. Yeah. And they're, and so Ed is like, I've been trained in exorcism, so I'm just going to do it. That was, I just want to comment on the real story. That's the one part, almost everything in this story is based off of the real thing. The only thing that wasn't real was that in the real story, they did have a priest come by in time to perform the exorcism. They did? Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't Ed in real life? Yeah, but it, I think okay. it told a better love story for this, so that's yes. why I had him do it. Because when he does it, she's like, you shouldn't. And he was like, I have to. And then he doesn't want her to be there when he does it. Because she doesn't want, he doesn't want her to see this crazy demons again and yeah. have PTSD. Because of what happened last time, but yeah. We gotta call Father Gordon. We gotta get Father Gordon out here. He's too far away. She won't make it. Look at her. Then you need to leave. What are you talking about? 
I have to do it. The exorcism. What? I thought you said we need a priest. You're not a priest. Well, you got a better idea. He can do it. You can do it. But you've got to get out of here. I'm not leaving you! Damn it, Lorraine! I'm not doing this with you in here! God brought us together for a reason. This is it. I'm going to get the book. Okay. Is that it? That's it. Dude, they decided that so fast. I know. Like, it was an intense moment, but, like... It was such a, a in such an intense moment. Yeah. And he's like having this realization while this poor mom is having a spaz attack with demon inside her. Yeah. You can and hear the heartbeat like, going. He's boom, like, boom, boom, boom. shit, I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. And his immediate instinct is, Lauren, you're not in here. We can't have you here while I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. You can't be here. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because he wants to protect her while he does it. Yeah. And he's going to do the exorcism and... Also, she's like, because he's like, you're not a priest. She's like, he can do it. He, yeah. She believes in him so much. Yeah, her instant reaction is like, of course he can do it. Yeah. Who cares if he's not a priest? He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And like she has no husband and he's awesome. Yeah. She has no doubts about it. And she has no doubts about them being together. Yeah. Because she's like, God brought us together for a reason. This is it. I know. And that was the end of discussion. Yeah, like he had his say she had her say and, and then, it was like such short dialogue and they just yeah and you can see it in his face too you have to watch a clip or the movie but like you can see that he's like there's no like fighting her back on this one yeah because we're both strong people and, and she's gonna be there mind. whether i like it or not yeah and yeah. at the end of the day i think he probably wants her to be there with him and they Basically, it was like teamwork, how they got it out of her, because the mom yeah, that was possessed, Lorraine was like talking to her like, your mom, think about your favorite memory of them. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's doing the exorcism, so like it's teamwork of sh- her fighting it off and him exercising it out. Yeah, so arguably, it, they wouldn't have been able to do it without the two of them together. Yeah, because if she wasn't there... He would have been pissed that he just failed the exorcist. Yeah. And she would have been like, you should have had me there. I know. It's crazy. And I like how they brought it back to the whole like, we're here together for a reason. Yeah. And this is the reason. Because the beginning, they hadn't hadn't come to the house yet, met the family yet, been on the case yet. Yeah. And this is the very, towards the end of the movie. It's like a life or death situation. Yeah. And so it's kind of bringing it full circle. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Ugh, there's such goals. <sighs> I know. In every way. If this was happening and I was with my boyfriend, I would just be like screaming and crying and it'd be like... I know, they're both... Okay, you can do it. It's fine. <laughs> they're both just so strong and brave. Yeah. It's cool. But I never had a moment where like like that where I've had to actually think on my feet. Like maybe it would be like them. I don't know. I remember... I had a birthday party when I was like nine, maybe. And I had people over and we were staying up late, my friends and I, and there was this loud noise or some light or something that happened. And so I'm like, okay, this is what we got to do. And we all just like, I don't remember what we did, but we like crept over. But it was this moment in my life where I felt like this is something weird, paranormal, or like, criminals or something and i was in this mode of like 
I'm in charge of this nice. situation and we're going to investigate and you guys do this and I do this. But it was weird because the only time yeah. I ever had a feeling of something's wrong and I have to fix it. I just happened to be a nine-year-old. <laughs> nice. That's pretty badass. I know. I've had a couple like emergency situations where like someone's in a medical emergency mm-hmm. and I'm scared and you can tell I'm scared, but I still know what to do. Yeah. Which is probably good. That is good. Yeah. I never had like a real one. Because that ended up being something stupid. Like, oh, it was an alarm that went off. That's what it was. Yeah. But it ended up being nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I never really had a real one. So I don't really know how it would be. Throw some demons at us, guys. See what happens. Kendall doesn't want that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Yeah, I don't. But Um, that's mostly what happens in the first movie. Yeah. With them. They're just kicking ass. Yeah. The one thing that might be like a potential outlier for them is just the fact that they do such dangerous work that it oh, does affect yeah. their child and it can also affect each other. Like they mm-hmm. have to deal with that in the second movie too. Yes. Yeah, for sure. She has a vision of him getting st- like stabbed. He's he a like fear thing. He like falls onto a tree. Yeah. And it like goes through his like heart and kills him. So she's terrified this whole time that's he's gonna die because her visions pretty much come true yeah and so he told her well first of all it's good that she told him about this vision and then he's like maybe you had that vision so that you could save me Mm. that was my thing about him in the second movie is that he seemed to not care as much about her vision like it didn't he didn't really give it i don't think as much credit well to be fair his vision was of him dying yeah. And I think he would rather him die than her die. That's true. But yeah, he should be more respectful of it. I don't know. But the second movie, if you guys haven't seen it, is in they go to London, right? It's called the Einfeld um haunting or case. And it's like this girl I don't remember what it was. There was a man in a in a Yeah, I you know. say it. You yeah, probably so, more, so you watched it more recently. I only saw it resell the first one. So basically they're calling this the Amityville of London. So it's like the Einfeld House, which is some town in London, Einfeld or Enfield. And so the reason they're calling it the Amityville of London is because there's speculation of if they're faking it or not, if they're doing it for the publicity, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually watched like the real footage that they had on YouTube. They have this whole half hour thing i think it was like the 70s or 80s that this case was happening yeah and there's this guy who's like a talk i don't know if it's a talk show host but he's like a reporter sort of guy Mm -hmm. and he's interviewing this girl and she's literally has this like man demon voice coming out of her mouth this is like a young girl too she's like 11 or 12 yeah and she does this like creepy face when it's like taking over her in the like real real footage that i watched so it goes real footage and then people in the comments were like this is staged it was it came out in the news that they faked everything blah 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 sometimes like i don't know whatever even if it was staged or not they made this whole movie on it yeah because i think in real life because i remember back when the movie came out i was doing research on it and i think in real life it it was totally fake i think it was right staged because there's a picture of this girl flying off the bed. 
Uh-huh. But it is pretty much the pose of her like jumping off a bed. Oh, uh, okay. And so it pretty much proved that it was like, yeah, we made it all up. Like it wasn't in the the real life story wasn't nearly as good as the first movie. And even life. the real life story, Ed and Lorraine Warren had only looked into it briefly and then yes. they stopped looking into it. Right, right. It wasn't, they weren't as involved as what the movie yeah. makes it This seem. is why they say it's based on true events in the second one, but it's not as much. Yeah. They took a lot of creative liberties, but it made for a great movie. It did. Um, but yeah, they go to investigate the case in London and um, she has that vision of him. And she has this crazy ass nun chasing her. Yeah. A vision of the nun, too. And the reason she got this nun was because she was... They showed at the beginning of the movie. Hopefully I'm not confusing anyone. But the beginning of the movie is them at the Amityville house. And they're investigating the Amityville one. And they do this thing where they're all sitting around the table with their hands, like, on the table. And there's a candle or whatever. Yeah. And she goes, like, into this other world. And that's where she sees this demon nun. Yes. And then after she's at none, she like wakes up, they leave, whatever, Amityville is a question mark. <clears throat> Don't know what was happening to my voice there. Um, so Amityville was just a question mark, but she kept seeing this demon from them on, then on this nun, and this nun had also shown her these visions of him dying. So she's like terrified this whole time, like, shit, my husband might die. This is yeah. the bad thing about them doing what they do. Yeah, and especially her, like, you know, supposedly, like, powers or whatever, her clairvoyant visions, Yeah, too, because he doesn't have them, only she has them, and so that's, a like, a, a weight she's carrying, too, wherever she goes, because even in the first movie, like, she walks into the house, and she's like, I feel a presence, like, I feel a dark, you know, so I feel something, and he's like, okay, like, she feels something, so there must be something here. Yeah. And so that must be hard to be her if that's all true. And she is actually feeling things and seeing things. Yeah. uh, That he can't really understand. But they take the case anyway. Yep. And they're investigating it. But the daughter is less of a subject in this movie. Yeah, that's true. It's more focused on just them two as a couple versus the dangers of her daughter. Which, thank God, because I felt bad for the daughter this whole time. Poor girl. At least she's not being... What's her name? Judy... Or Julie, something like something, that. I think it's Judy. Yeah. Um, but one of my, probably my favorite scene in the movie, we probably shouldn't play it because I think it's more visual, but I think this will be our end credit song. <laughs> but when Patrick <gasps> Wilson sings, I can't oh. falling in love with you. Yes. Can I'm, we watch it though, just for m- myself? Yeah. On YouTube. Let me but see if I can find it. It's on very YouTube. visual, so I would recommend looking up God, on YouTube. God, he's so flipping cute. And then she's just <sighs> longing at him like, God, he's so flipping cute. And we're just all in agreement that he's real freaking cute. It reminds me of Lorelai singing I'll Always Love You because he starts off singing it to the kids, just kind of like to get their minds off of the scary stuff happening. Yeah. And he's being kind of silly, but then she walks into the room as if kind of like Luke walking into the room on Lorelai. And then he sees her and she sees him and they like lock eyes. And you realize that he's singing about their own love story. And it says two million views, as it should. So, but Patrick Wilson, he does he has done a lot of Broadway before, which I didn't know that. And I was like, damn, he can sing. Yeah, I bought soundtracks to his Broadway performances because oh. again, I was obsessed with him for a while. Um, I really need to get into him more. He's amazing. I love his voice. You could look up everything on YouTube with him. 
uh, singing because I love his voice. Yeah, this is me fangirling. I love Patrick Wilson. But also, I will say, Vera Farmiga is amazing. Amazing. Like, Well, she's like looking at him. You have to watch the clip. Yeah, she's like looking at him all longing. She's like, oh, I love him. And then at the end, she's like, fuck what if he dies yeah like the whole reason like this is so amazing obviously patrick wilson is perfect but it's her face and you can see the progression of all of her thoughts and feelings about what's happening yeah because she's being so tortured by this vision she's having of him dying and she's thinking i love him so much but he might die yeah and seriously what's what's heart and wrenching and thrilling about this whole movie is like we're basically wondering when he's gonna die or if he's gonna die when that moment's gonna be it's like basically anytime he's alone we're like shit don't go alone because yeah but i love this scene because even in all the craziness that's happening with them he's making the kids feel better yeah that i just got chills again but <laughs> i mean she obviously so makes them feel good too but like you can see how he's just he's a dad yeah you know he's he's making the kids not be as scared he's being silly he's pretending he's elvis yeah you know and she's just looking at him like i love him so much like he can do this yeah well i'm over here like stressing out and and freaking out about everything and he's over here just making everybody forget about it yeah i don't know and that's the other thing is that they're always helping people even if they're not necessarily finding the source of a demon yet they're at least helping the kids feel safe. Yeah. And that potentially is a negative for them because, especially in this movie, like we can play the clip too of that one. Um, I had that on YouTube, but um, it can kind of backfire in a way because they can be so much into helping other people that they don't care about themselves as much. Yeah, and that's why she got mad. She gets mad at him sometimes for going off alone. She's like, you're not thinking about my vision. And he's like, but I'm trying to help these people. Yeah. All right. So in this video, this is like right after they get to London and they're kind of investigating the house and the family. They're not sure if they believe them yet, but they're still being really nice to the family. Um. So this is the rain having a talk with... Um, the little girl, I don't remember her name. Oh, okay, yeah. They're on the swing set, and she's... Yeah. The little girl is feeling, like, embarrassed that all this stuff is happening to her. And she's like, I w- wish people would believe me. Okay. So, there's this. You know, when I was about your age, um, I was visiting my mom at a hospital, and I saw an angel. It was um, standing next to a little boy's bed. It was just gently touching his cheek, and then it stopped. And it looked right at me. Of course, my mom and the nurses did not believe me, but I knew it was real. Look, I know how it is. I know what it's like to lose your friends because you're different. But I also know that one person can change everything and you just have to open up to them. How did you know you could trust the people you opened up to? I didn't. Sometimes I got hurt. 
And it took a long time, but I finally found someone who believed me. What did you do then? I married him. <laughs> I love that. They're so cute. <sighs> I know, and he's not even in that. I know. So, but that is, that is really good though because it's true. You want to find a person who is going to believe you and like the weird parts of you. Yeah. You know, and love you for who you are. Exactly. And obviously she's kind of a kook. <laughs> yeah, because she can see real and spirits. Yeah, and she found somebody who loves that part of her. Yeah. And believes her and lo loves her more for it. Which is exactly what you need to find because people think you're crazy. Yeah. You shouldn't be with them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, unless you actually have a mental illness, then get help. But True. We don't have to show this clip, but there's this clip of them. They're staying the night with them at their house. And they have to stay in two twin beds. And he's like, I don't think I can sleep this far away from you. <laughs> and she's like, well, I guess you'll just have something to look forward to when we get home. And they like wink at each other. Oh. And it's so cute. <laughs> That's cute. I like it. Why do you do this? Help people like us. When you were little, did you ever worry that there might be something hiding under your bed at night? Yeah. Well, my bed actually had something under it. Yeah, something grabbed my hand and yanked me right to the floor. It was too dark to see under there, but let me tell you, I ran out of there so fast. You know what my dad did? He dragged me right back into the room and told me I had to face my fears. And I was scared to death. But then I remembered what this nun had told me in catechism. God will be there for all who need. So, I grab this crucifix out from my nightstand, right? And I tell whatever's under there that it better leave or God was gonna kick its butt. Best thing my dad ever did for me. Of course, he only did it because he really didn't believe me. It took me years to finally find someone who did. And you know what I did then? You married her? So you've heard this story before. Oh. <laughs> There's the other part. So cute. It's so cute. This couple, I think, is such a great example of how you have to have common, like, worldviews to have a yes. successful relationship. Because if you think of one of them marrying someone who didn't believe any of that stuff, there's no way they would succeed as a couple. Yeah. I know it's little small things in, like, our li everyday lives. Like, I, I, believe in well, I believe in, like, spirits and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's not like a main part thing of that I'm always thinking about. Yeah, it's not like you say, I have visions of this. Because then my boyfriend would be like, uh, are you okay? Yeah. And 
but this is something small so like even if we disagreed on it it would be fine yeah for sure which i actually have to ask him i feel like we've discussed this before but i don't know if he believes in them i don't think he does but i think he believes in like a presence kind of like you do yeah but he's not very religious either man i'm gonna go home and talk to him about this yeah because if it's like little things here and there, then sure, that doesn't matter. But if it's something that's like running your life. Like yeah, because this is like two, their literal careers. Yeah. And their life. And also it goes to show too, because maybe if they were with someone who wasn't like them, it would have become just a little thing in life. Yeah. Like they believe in it, they see it, whatever it is, fine, they go on with their life. But when they find someone else who believes what they believe and they work as a team together it becomes this whole team where they just do so much good for the world. Yeah. And so it's by not like suppressing themselves, they're able to do better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool to think about too. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Cause they're so cute. So <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying, I mean, yeah, but I wonder if they've like rehearsed that story now. Cause it sounds like, so you've heard the story before. It's probably a story that they tell to the people they work with to make them feel better. Yeah. It's like you need to find someone that believes you. Yeah, because the thing is with all these cases is that people, they sound like freaks. And no one yeah. believes what they say. Or even like a kid, the mom doesn't believe them or something like that. Yeah, all they want is just someone to believe them. Yeah. And so it's like their antidote for that. Yeah. But it's a perfectly great story. Yeah. So, should we show the last clip of them? Yeah, so towards the end of the movie, um, they get... Like, uh, so, so, basically what happens is they're basically running around the house. There's different people screaming, blah, blah, blah. And somehow the door closes shut and he's stuck in the house. Yeah in the basement where it's like flooded and yep. there's a bunch of water and she's stuck out of the house and she's like don't do anything i want to make sure you're safe blah 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 yeah and he's like i have to do this they're gonna die otherwise so this is the clip though yeah ed hun wait right there wait Vic will be right back i can't wait i'm going on ahead no ed don't stop you can't fight this alone She needs our help! And please, please, just wait for me. Please wait for me. I can't lose you. I'm so scared. I know. Me too. But I have to help her. But what about my vision? I know I made a promise to you, hon. But I have to do this. I love you, Lorraine. Ed, no! No! Wow. I feel like that's definitely going to be an outlier, though, is just what they do. Because, like... You know, they're just, yeah, they're always afraid they're going to die. One of them is going to die. Well, yeah, obviously, because that's what her vision was. And he promised he wouldn't do anything crazy. But yeah. And she's constantly being traumatized. Yeah. By everything. I know. Like, that's 
it's sad too because you can see it in like her face you can hear it in her voice that like she doesn't want anything to happen to him like she's so scared yeah you know and she's like wondering if this whole thing is worth it yeah for him to risk his life like that but he's so selfless that he's like i I have to help them i have to save them yeah. and i'm the only one who can do it now because and so locked up. Yeah, yeah so i'm gonna do it on my own because i can and that's really, I think, really brave of him. But for the, the relationship, probably not the best thing. Yeah. Because it's like, what do you what do you do in that situation? You know? I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I would do. I mean, but he's, being self- he's being selfless. Yeah, he's just being extremely selfless. Um, but not for the relationship. No, for the... F- for the, the person. Yeah, yeah, the kids. Um spoiler alert he survives yes so don't freak out too much guys if you haven't seen it he's he lives <laughs> what I, I forget how it happens what happens but again it is a, like a team effort so he most what i've noticed is he seems to do all the physical stuff and she seems to mentally solve the situation um so what he does is he runs up to the top floor it's pouring rain out so they're stuck outside and he's in the house. He's at the top floor. I think he's like fighting off the girl because the girl is like trying to kill her siblings or something. Uh-huh. And so he- meanwhile, Lorraine sees this lightning strike a tree uh-huh. and half the tree falls off and she sees that huge spear going up and she's like, that's how it's going to happen. He's going to fall out the window and do that. So as he's like fighting off this girl, she is thinking of this vision that she had, not the vision of him dying, but she's thinking of the nun. And she's like, I can get rid of this nun if I know what the name is. Mm. She's like, because she's apparently you always have a leg up against a demon if you know their name. So she looks through her Bible. She like one time had a spaz out and like wrote letters in a Bible. So she found out the <laughs> name Valak. So she learned the name was Valak. She starts screaming at Valak and then the spirit goes away kind of but she has to race up through the house and he has the girl the girl is like has the demon out of her now Mm -hmm. but she's like falling out the window so he has his hand on her while she's hanging out the window and then he has his hand on the windowsill like he's about to fall too and so she's running up lorraine gets to the top floor just in time and she grabs his hand (sighs) which she's probably somehow had super strength and could carry ed and that little girl up i think what he did was he gave her the girl first Mm -hmm. while he was hanging and he gave her her and she put her down and then she helped him up and he got up just in time so she saved his life pretty much yeah so he was right he's like when he said your vision was maybe so you could save me Ugh. and so it was right basically she had the vision so that she could save him that's so amazing so she saved his life and so the vision didn't come true. Nope. And she found Valak, the name, and got the demon out. They didn't necessarily perform an exorcism. She just screamed really loud at the demon in the sky, and then it left. Sweet. <laughs> and as she was reading the Bible, she like was looking at the demon, and she's like, Valak! And the demon was like, <laughs> And then somehow it got really scared. The demon was like, shit, she knows my name. I gotta run. <laughs> and so that's what happened, I think. 
obviously is more epic than that. Yeah. But uh, it's grace. Super suspenseful. But it was just so weird with how I was watching all that footage of the real story that had happened. But Yeah. Shout out to the nun. Shout out to the nun. I think still in theaters. So go see it. Did you like it? I did like it, yeah. I thought it was above average for a scary movie, but definitely not their best in their universe. Yeah, not and Annabelle. The, the I mean the Annabelle movies weren't great either. So I liked Annabelle Creation. I did too. I liked that one more than Annabelle. I don't know if I liked it more than the nun. Yeah. I think the nun was a little better than Annabelle Creation. Uh, yeah, I can't decide. I think they're pretty equal. But it was pretty good. And th- the cool thing about the nun is that Vera Farmiga's sister is the main character. Tessa yeah. Farmiga. Which yeah. is kind of cool. Um, well, should we rate them? Yeah, I think it's time to rate. Um, but... Okay, so... Sexual tension? Yeah, do we want to make up a ship name for them? Since they don't Oh! Whoa, I just hit myself. Um, <laughs> no, but Ed and Lorraine Warren don't have a ship name because they're not your typical ship. But Lored. That's not a cool... I feel like that's the only thing you can make, though. A rain? <laughs> Lored? I feel like Lored is kind of fun. Lored's, like a, Lored's all right. Sounds like a cologne or something. Lored. All right. Fine. I but approve. anyways, yeah, sexual tension's up. Eight and a half. I went eight. We're also biased because we think they're really hot. They're so like- hot. <laughs> But you can tell. I mean, like... Just the way they look at each other. Yeah. I feel like And they're like, I can't sleep this far away from you. Or when he was like, remember what you said on your wedding night? Can we do that again? After that, I was like, you guys still make sexual jokes and giggle about it. Even though they've been together for like 15 years. Oh, they're seriously goals. They really are. Movie, movie wise. Real life, who knows? Um, Next is humor. Six. I went seven. We don't really see too much of it. I feel like he's more humorous than she is. Yeah, but he definitely makes her laugh. Yeah. Especially about the little sexual comments like that. Yeah, and he'll lighten the mood too, for sure, when he gets too heavy. Yeah. Um, Honesty. Nine. I know, I was like almost thinking about giving him a ten. I was thinking about that too, but they're very honest. They're very open with she each told other. him about his vision. She's like, have you ever lied to me in 15 years? Like, you can't do it. That's true. I feel like there's gotta be something though. I wonder... To keep them from being a ten. I don't know. I don't know either. Nine and a half? Can we give a couple a ten? I feel like we're just restricting ourselves from giving Maybe a 10. we are. Because what did they... I can't think of anything in the movies where they were dishonest. Me either. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Tens all around. <laughs> this is There's gro- a 10 for everything, right? Groundbreaking. There has to be a 10 at some point. That's our first uh, True. Um, we're just being supervised right now, but it's fine. Uh, common goals. Nine. I went eight. Just because of him and his vision, he was like, nope, I'm going anyways. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, I'll go eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, Selflessness. Eight and a half. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. Because, like, they're pretty dang selfless. Yeah. When he was like, you all do the exorcism, you just go away. And she's like, nope. I'll do I know. It. I don't care if I have 
PTSD later. Yeah, they're they're both very selfless, not only to each other, but for other people, but especially for each other. The only time he wasn't selfless towards her is when he was trying to... Save the girl. Yeah, but outliers... Outliers, definitely minus one for their job description. Yeah, agreed. I think that's it, though, man. We got some high scores here. We're- I know. They are, I feel like, going to just blow away movie competition. I can give them a six for humor, but still. They got a 83. Whoa! That's the first couple we've had in the 80s. Yeah, wow. It's like way in the 80s. 83 yeah that's like the highest ever that's the highest ever for sure it is a movie but they've they've who walked the plank um bowen childs or were they and michael and mia both had 72.5 that was the highest movie yep man they beat it but over 20 by over 10 points yeah they blew everyone else out of the water 83 yeah. I like it. It's so high. That's going to be hard to beat. I know. It's going to be hard to beat. Seriously, shout out to the whole writers of the Conjuring universe. James Wan mostly, I think. Totally. And to the actors for being amazing. Yeah. Seriously. The perfect casting, in my opinion. Perfect, all around amazing. Yeah. Whether you believe in ghosts or demons, is it irrelevant. It makes me not like the real couple as much. Yeah. I feel bad saying that, though. That's fine. Because one's dead. That's okay. Real people real, real people, are never as good as, as fictional people, I don't think. Because real people have flaws. Because reality bites you hard. Yeah. Whereas in a fictional world, you can make you can it be whatever. can write in these whatever. problems or... Yeah. And you can give them redemption and you can make everything happen for a reason. Also, now that we gave 10s, I feel like I can give 10s to other stuff, but we'll have to be... I can't believe we did that. Picky about the other ones, I guess. I know. Because 9s are the highest one we've given, but we still don't give out 9s very much. I know. Um. Well, send us your spooky stories. Yes, we love spooky stories. Yep. Send us any, like, Halloween date-related stories, things like that. I consider Halloween goes all the way through November. Yep. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Um, Also, you can send us any cute costume couples you guys went as. Yeah, that's a good idea. I need an idea for for that anyways. Yeah, a couple costumes. I'm into it. But I need a couple costume. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Dude, that would be dope, but I don't but, know if people would get it. Yeah, you'd have to like put name tags or something. And then have a ghost follow you, like a nun or something. Yeah. <laughs> that could be kind of fun and have an Annabelle follow you around. Yeah. Or just carry a raggedy Ann. Yeah. And have a name tag saying, I'm Annabelle. <laughs> uh, love it. Yeah, that'd be good. But we love Halloween, so. Love it. Wish there was more time for it. I know, but it's going to get right into Christmas, which is also fun. Yeah, that's true. There's too many Christmas couples out there, but Halloween's fun. I'm glad we could do this couple. And If you don't like spooky stuff, sorry, they're still a good couple, though. True. Seriously, we show it on the board that they're amazing people. Yeah, couple goals. 
couple goals. Um, so send us your thoughts. Send us everything, everything. to shipmatespodcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter at Shipmates Show. And just a reminder again, please tell us if you like our podcast. Yes. If you think it's worth it to continue. Um, because we love it. We love doing it. We have a great time, but we yes. want to make sure you're also having a great time. Yes, exactly. So, please let us know. Any thoughts or good thoughts. Especially since we're parting ways. Oh, don't Physically. Me, tell me. I'm sad. It's not happening yet, so it's fine. It's weird because it hasn't hit me yet. Me either. I'm just going to like drunk text you all the time when I'm home. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. But also TV's coming back. Superstores having a great ship going on there. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about this earlier in Shameless. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read the news recently, Ian is leaving in the show, and we're hoping that he's running away to Mexico to be with Mickey. Yeah. That would be cool. I would be into that. So send us any new ships to look out for if there's new shows happening yep. that we can keep up with pretty e- easily. We're all about that. I just started watching the show Manifest. Oh, I've heard good things. And I'm kind of shipping someone. Okay. But I don't really know. Okay. So, yeah. Send us new ships for new shows. Old ships that we haven't looked into yet. Yeah. The list is never ending. True. Okay. But tell your friends. And either join our ship or walk the plank. Bye. Wise <laughs> men say only fools rush in. Thank you. Hey, don't laugh now. But I can't help falling in love with. Shall I stay? Would it be a sin if I can't help falling in love?